3: Garrett Bush, Tyvis Powell, Jason Lloyd, plus,
2: ba-da-da-da-da,
3: you are loving him, Mikey McNuggets, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show starts now. Booyah!
0: Well, if it wasn't before, the Kansas City Chiefs now qualify officially as a dynasty. Yes, they do. Three and
3: five. Dynasty. Is
0: that your definition, guys? Three and five? That's
3: mine. I mean. and man, you went back. Listen, anytime you you went back to back, they didn't even need the other two. Oh, really? You think two in a row makes the dynasty? Yeah, two in a row means dynasty to me. And the
2: words of future, three rings on my left like I'm King James.
0: (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) right. Um, I thought, I I think it is uh, a dynasty. I don't know that two in a row makes a dynasty because there was one thing that was said last night during the telecast that really drives home how dynastic this is. Mm -hmm. Chris Jones is the only starting member of the defense from the one they won five years ago. Think about that. Like, and their defense is better than it's been in during this run. Yeah, shout out to Spags, man. Oh, my God. He may be the best to yeah. ever do we it. Got, I like, mean, four and four that includes Belichick and Mangini and, and, and on defense I don't, I don't
3: understand why, like, this is the thing, like, to me, like, in sports. I don't understand why they try to act like defensive coordinators, offensive coordinators, just because you want to ring and you want the head coach or the quarterback, it didn't count for you. Yeah, like, come on. You're I mean, they counts. Them, them counts. I don't I don't understand why. Oh, well, you know, he has four rings or whatever. I'm like, bro, listen, them count. Like, you can't discount the fact just because you were, was a coordinator. So, yeah, like. Uh, I, I
2: mean, think about this, though. Spax was the D.C. who put a stop to New England's, That's right. you know, almost perfect season. That's so, right. This dude deserves a lot of credit because this is what I think his fourth Super Bowl, fourth a, a, Super Bowl as a, as a coordinator. So
0: it says a lot about him. We're going to dive into everything Super Bowl Fifty Eight. For me, the game was won on two third and fours when the Kansas City defense was on the field. Mm-hmm. If 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 all they got, all really San Francisco had to do is convert on one of those two third and fours, and they likely are Super Bowl champions right now. They couldn't. Everybody in the building knew Spags was going to send the house on yep. both. And they had no blitz beater to pick it up. I, I thought that, for me, this, this Super Bowl will be about cementing the legacy of, of Spags. No question about it. Not that it needed it, but it put the exclamation point behind it. And it also continues the missing gene in Kyle Shanahan. This dude has blown three 10-point Super Bowl leads. Think about that. Now, granted, they were all to either Mahomes or Tom Brady but that's almost impossible to do. He's the only guy to do it twice. Now he's done it three times. So a lot to get into with Super Bowl 58. A lot of big plays. What do you think of the halftime show? I'm sure we're going to discuss that. And the intersection of sports and culture in America. I think it's and no single day is it on display more than the yeah, Super, Bowl. Super Bowl. It was it really was the intersection of of culture and sports. Mikey McNuggets, you according to our chain last night were a big winner on the betting front I did
1: pretty good yesterday. Yeah, our UCSS same game parlay did not hit.
0: Uh, what oh, missed?
1: Three of the five.
0: Other than that, we were great. Now, right. granted,
1: overtime, which obviously counts, <laughs> yeah. the under would have definitely hit. Purdy's under passing yards would have. Well, hit. the under
0: hit, right?
1: No, we got it at forty-six and a half. Oh, it, closed, it went down to and a half. Oh, so we yeah. missed on the under. Yeah. So and then we didn't. Purdy went over his passing yards, but he needed the extra period to do so. Yeah. Uh, Pacheco didn't hit his rushing yards, and Kelsey never scored a touchdown. You, so we...
0: it, I, I don't bet. I, 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 I do buy squares. I bought them for a couple different Super Bowl parties. You talk about the ultimate bad luck. I drew nine and nine. Mm. No way. On one of my squares. No way. And I laughed. I said, "That's that." there's a 0% chance of that hitting. Nine and nine. When in the hell can <laughs> nine and nine hit? It's like getting five and five, right? Yeah. It ain't going to happen. The game ended 9-9, nine nine, but it doesn't pay for the fourth quarter, just the final score. It pays score. for the end
1: of game. Yeah, that's brutal. It may
0: be the worst square Super Bowl luck I've ever had. That's tough. The one square I had, because I think I had six in total. The one square I had with, that I thought had 0% chance of winning hits at the end of the fourth quarter and doesn't pay. You this probably sit in, in the room, though. Mike.
2: We're not just coworkers. Would you say we brothers?
0: Yeah, you're my guy. What's up? So. <clears throat> All right, so if we brothers, right?
2: And you got a bet in, you're supposed to hit the chat. Oh,
1: I did hit the chat. I told you guys on Thursday, lock on the national anthem over.
2: No, Which no, hit? no, 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 no. The 15-1 to one overtime. <gasps> the game going to overtime. Oh, so
1: that was actually, yeah, I did win that. I had $4.87 left in my FanDuel account after going through the other props. You and I like,
0: text the- can I ask a question? <sighs> on the? I, I was under yes. the impression that, Things that were out of the control of the athletes were not. You're not able to bet.
1: Not in Ohio. You well, can't how did York. you bet it? You live in Ohio. I sent money to my brother in New York.
0: Oh shh. <sighs> Just admitted to racketeering. On, on yeah.
1: it, it's nothing.
0: Can we bleep that out? No it's nothing. Yet, he no won three hundred and fifty thousand dollars on it, but it's nothing. No, I, I, I did not win anything. Like uh, that. We're fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fine.
2: do no, no, won three hundred and fifty
0: thousand dollars. If I, I won three fifty, <laughs> I would <a> <laughs> <laughs> be fine though. <laughs> <no. laughs>
3: No, wonder he was acting all cool.
0: Uh, so the for those of you who don't know, the National Anthem's pre-recorded. So that's a definitively that that you can figure out that bet. You can figure it out.
1: It's not it's not recorded. Yes, before. it is. She's not Reba Rackanty wasn't singing live. She's lip syncing. Are you serious? Look it up. Well, my the overhit, so I was happy. I don't care if you <laughs> sing live, it don't yeah. matter, but all right. <laughs> But yeah, uh, other than that, we're talking a little Cavs today, we're going to talk a little Ohio State, we're going to bring the Browns into the Super Bowl discussion, how close is Cleveland to the Chiefs level and can the foundation that Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Berry are building in Cleveland become Patrick Mahomes, Kryptonite. We're going to get to all that yeah. on today's show after a quick word from FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if you win. Right now on FanDuel, you can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and so much more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS and shoot your shot. FanDuel, an official partner of the NBA. Our winning ticket comes from our guy Butters. You remember Butters who came in in the Kool-Aid suit? When the I Browns do remember the playoffs. Butters. He hit a nice 10-part same-game parlay on the Super Bowl yesterday. Turned 5 bucks into 55 bucks, so 11-to-1 odds on some alternate spreads. But shout-out to Butters. A 10-part same-game parlay. Mm. I found out Butters' name is Brandon. Brandon. His coming studio had no idea what his real name was when Butters left after coming in with the Kool-Aid myself Earl and Aunt looked around we're like I don't know if we know Butters real name and we learned his branding because he tweeted us on FanDuel if you have a winning ticket make sure you send it to us on FanDuel that's kind uh, of risky well. we let
0: a guy in the building that whose name all we've, we knew about met was him his name in was person Butters a couple
1: times he came to the card <laughs> show when we were out there right he came in he brought us the Kool-Aid that we made so how we, did you put him on the Brandon. guest
0: list upstairs Butters will be coming
1: in to see us well, James just calls me. We have a guest upstairs. Okay. He says, I got a guest coming. So it, it worked out. But shout out, Brandon slash Butters. Uh, congrats on the win. If you have a winning ticket, make sure you send it to us on Twitter or via email. Let's start with the big question from the Super Bowl, though, yesterday, guys. It went to overtime. I'll start with this. Did you know the NFL had changed the overtime rules? Because, hand up my bad, I did not know the overtime rules were changed. I also did not know that the players were unaware of the rule change. It's one thing for me not to know. I feel like it's a whole different situation for some San Francisco 49ers players who, after the game admitted, yeah. they were unaware of this new NFL It reminded rule me of
0: uh, when, I think it was Russell Wilson. I can't remember.
1: No, it was Donovan McNabb. The Donovan McNabb.
0: They lost, they, they, he thought, that they, it, back when it was sudden death, mm-hmm. he didn't know that the game was over on the first score, which that, that was bizarre because those rules had been in existence for a million years. I do think that we talked about this, Mike, at the at the owners' meetings after they changed the rule. I feel like we talked about the um, rules committee had approved mm-hmm. a change to the overtime rules, but nobody remembers it. That was months and months ago. But when they put the rules up and they were explaining it, I, didn't rem- I was like, wow, this is the first game that we've ever used this in. I mean, I knew the
2: rules had changed, but I'm not going to lie. I really didn't know the details right. of the overtime rules or how it would play out. But to me there's no excuse for the players not to know. Mm-mm. And if the players were ignorant enough to not know, then that's on your head coach to Absolutely. inform you on what's going on. I read the article that was put out before we came on the show, uh the chief safety Justin Reed said they've been talking about this game planning for this since the, since training camp. Sure. Chris Jones said they they've been planning for this for the last 2 weeks. So if you are, are a player in the NFL and a rule change takes place, it's kind of like if you work a job, right? And the guidelines or the business manual, and there's a change to it. As an employee, you have an obligation to read up on that because ignorance is not an excuse. You're right. Right? It can never it's be. It, it's on you. Yeah. And then if you don't know, then it's on your head coach to make sure that my team is informed and understand what the rules are. Yeah. The good ones have contingency plans, the good ones over communicate, the good ones over inform. And you failed to serve your team in the best way possible because they were ignorant to the moment. Yeah, great so,
3: point. Y'all been fleeced twice. I, 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 today, um, I'm going to prove, and, I, and hopefully, I do a good enough job of this as you know, as the totality of my argument comes to uh, you know, it comes to the table. You know, there's there's right now there's only one team really out here trying to win, and that is the Kansas City Chiefs. There's a lot of teams, whether it is 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 financial whether it's game plan style, whether it's preparation, whether it's, it's understanding the moment, the Kansas City Chiefs continue, continually at every corner figure out a way that they want to win no matter what. If you are in the Super Bowl and it's the pinnacle of your career and the fact is you may never, ever get back there again, some people just take for granted you're going to be somewhere. No, don't work that way. Ask Dan Marino how many times he was in the Super Bowl
4: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
3: That once you get there, you got to be prepared at all levels and be prepared to do all kinds of things. And I love what Chris Jones said. He said if they would have scored a touchdown, we was going for two. It just shows me the mind state of what the Kansas City Chiefs is doing on all different levels, on every level as an organization, is saying that they want to win at all costs. And these other teams come bubbling in, and the San Francisco 49ers, it's unacceptable. Unacceptable. How do you not know the rules? This is a game you, like, that's like being like, oh, you don't know how to go to break on time. McNuggets tells you it's a break. He just told you four seconds ago. You still, you still not in break, though. It just it don't I don't understand how that's your craft and you don't you don't practice. You don't you, you you haven't even put yourself in that situation. It's just it's it's kinda funny, man. What we saw
0: and, and I think it was further confirmed this morning when we really started hearing the stories about they just were not informed. Right. I thought this watching the game at after the first there were two points where I said the Niners are gonna definitively lose this game. The first one when they went three and out after the Mahomes interception. Mm-hmm. A Mahomes mistake in a playoff game comes less frequently than leap year. <laughs> he gave you a gift. And great teams make sure they capitalize on gifts. What did the Chiefs do after the muffed punt? One play, dagger. That was the game. That, that play, that those two yep. play sequence, game. Kansas City knew... After the, after the muff punt, oh, we got, we got a gift. We gave them a gift, and our defense forced them to three and out. We got to put our foot on their throats. Mm-hmm. So all throughout the game, to me, it was a, it was a display of a master class by Andy Reid mm-hmm. on how to coach in a mammoth game. By Kyle Shanahan, it was he is a poser. That's what Kyle Shanahan is in terms of a great coach. He is great with schemes. He is great with offensive X's and O's. He is great with a lot of the game. Like, in a micro, this play, it's brilliant. This play, it's brilliant. But your play sheet can be better than the other guy's play sheet. But if the other guy uses his play sheet better, Mm -hmm. he trumps your great play sheet. I think Kyle Shanahan's plays are just better. That's saying something because I think Andy Reid is second only to Kyle Shanahan in terms of developing great offense. but This dude can't coach at the big moment. And not having his team. When you make the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you sit your whole team down for a seminar and you talk about this is what we're going to expect. For those of you that have been here, I want you to speak. For those of the that haven't, I want you to listen. Oh, by the way, there's a major rule change that could come into play that we need to know about. And we need to pre- be prepared for what to do in that situation. And they fumbled that. Yeah, they did. I, I just think they, they, they didn't capitalize on the few mistakes Kansas City made, and Kansas
2: City did. And this is why I always give Kevin Stefanski love, because, Jay, we've talked about it. G, we've talked about it. There are so many unwritten intangibles that goes into being a good head coach. Yeah, you can be a mastermind of putting a scheme together, but you also got to be a leader of men. You also got to be able to be that dude that can keep everything composed, right? You know I'm a NASCAR guy. And to me, football is a lot like NASCAR. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint, right? You have to be able to adjust, overcome, take your time, and just make sure that you got the best car at the end of the race so that you could come away victorious. What I saw in that game, early on in that game, it was almost like Kyle Shanahan set his team up for like a short run, kind of like they set up a car for a short run. Oh, they run. look great to start the game. They look the great game. to start, but you know what happened when I peaked. That first drive before Christian McCaffrey even fumbled. Trent Williams, all pro tackle, arguably the best in the game, right? You get 15 yards and penalty to put your team behind the chains. He ends up fumbling the football. To me, San Francisco messed around and they found out. Because you have more opportunities to kind of seal their fate, put this game away, and you didn't capitalize on their mistakes. You made mistakes of your own and you didn't capitalize on big moments. Meanwhile, Andy Reid is setting his team up for the long run. This is a 400-mile race. All we got to do is make sure that we got the best car and the last ten laps, and we gonna make sure we good. And sure enough, the cream rolls to the top when it mattered the most. As it usually does. As it usually does.
3: Yeah, you, 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 you listen. You gotta bury these dudes. I was looking up. We was in the house, and my dad was like, "Man, we looked at each other." I said, "Oh, yeah." Y'all y'all doing a nice little job or whatever it is. But y'all going to look back and y'all going to say we should have been up 27 nothing. We should have been up 21-3. We should have been up. You 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 looked up they dominated for most of the game and looked up and was down 13-10. Yeah. I said that's game. You you cuz you didn't you, you you gave Patrick Mahomes a rock back. You 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 didn't capitalize. You got multiple fumbles during that game. Somebody asked me, I put it on Twitter. It looked like the Chiefs were shook. They, they they was making a oh. mistakes. Pacheco's, Kelsey's um, knocking over they, Andy Reid. And I and see here's the thing. I'm an emotional guy. I didn't like that man. I hated it. I, I'm like, bro, come on, bro. You you doing too much. I know your girl here. I know the uh, people looking at you. But look, bro, stop running up on elderly people. Calm down. <laughs> that's not uh, the
0: first time he did. That
2: but,
3: but but that's that's uh, to me that's he's a an suck- emotional
0: guy. But it but almost a, got the best of. him.
3: That's a sucker move. And but and he's been emotional like that. He, in this postseason, I didn't like to the look. Um, they won the game because they had Patrick Mahomes. Let's be clear, Pat just—that's it. He made plays when he and a great to. defense. And, and, and Chris Jones didn't play well, um, but you know that, that's what you to beat the Chiefs. I, I want everybody to look around in the league. Whatever you're doing right now is not good enough. No. Whatever you're doing, saying that we're gonna stay co- the course and and whatever we did last year was good enough. It is not good enough to beat the Chiefs. Tear it down and figure something else out. Mike, you had a question?
1: Yeah, I just wanted to ask. So Shanahan in overtime decided to take the ball first. Yeah, I wouldn't and have done it. without the context at the moment, it was all kind of confusing. Was that the right move? Was it not? Yeah. ESPN ran a simulation It says about 50-50. But did you think, and obviously hindsight's 50-50. We all know the, the outcome. But right. knowing the new overtime rules as we do now, if you had to score a touchdown, Kansas City had a chance to match it. Do you still think if the Browns are ever in that scenario, would you want the ball first, second? What would I, you do if you second. were Kyle Shanahan? That's Always. Second. I wanted
0: second. You know what? whether or not you have to go for it on fourth down. It's just like college over yeah. time. You know, you're, it's fourth and one. Do you, do you kick the field goal? You don't know what your opponent's going to do. You would – information is power. The Chiefs had the information. Oh, a touchdown for us wins it. Right. So they had a fourth and one that they obviously had to go for. Right. Uh, there were key moments all up and down this game, and in the key moments, Kansas City won them. The, the two third and fours that I talked about. Yep. The, the, the the third and four in, over, in, in regulation where you know it's going to be a blitz. Mm-hmm. Nance and Romo were talking about it. This is in Spag's DNA. He's going to send the house. He always sends the house. They had no blitz beater there. Right. They had no pickup set. And I thought,
3: that weren't they in five? Um, were they in five? Five wide?
0: wide with empty backfield. What are you doing? That, and by the way, that play was for the football game. That was the game. Because if they get it, Kansas City's sitting on two timeouts. Mm-hmm. The second, The two-minute warning had already happened. So you now can assure that you can kick a field goal, and if you get another first down, you kick a field goal on the last play of the game. Right,
2: but see, Jay, Jay, this is my thinking, right? And Mike, correct me before I make the statement if I'm right or wrong on this. Those overtime rules that we saw in the Super Bowl is the same throughout the playoffs, right? Yes. All right, so here, I here's, believe so, yes. Okay, so if it's in the Super Bowl, I'm like y'all, I'm taking the ball second, right? But you know what, JG, if this is the AFC Championship game and I'm playing the Chiefs, it don't matter. It don't. I'm gonna tell you why it don't matter because I know that's Patrick Mahomes. Sure. Kyle Shanahan's mindset should have been, I need to go score a touchdown regardless.
0: It should have been. Re- regardless, right? right. Like, they had a
2: third and four in overtime yeah. that again, they didn't pick up the blitz. He had to throw it away. Like, you you gotta and- read the room. You gotta understand the situation. You gotta understand what's going on. Man, that's Pat Mahomes. That's like Michael Jordan. I know, like, I joke with Jay when he walked in here. Jay walked in here 10, 15 seconds before the show, right? Mike said, man, you got about 15 seconds. I said, Jay don't need 15 seconds. That's the mindset what I think when I think of Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes don't need 15 seconds to come beat you. One play and it's over with. So in those situations, if I know like
0: who the opposing quarterback is, I'm going down there and I'm trying to get six. That's a great point. You have to take into to account who you're playing. And the fact that I, you know, I, I don't know that they took the ball second in a complete vacuum of not knowing the rules because the referee before the coin toss clearly explained what the rules were. Well, um, they
1: usually tell and... Who knows what happened last night, but there's usually a decision made by the coaching staff to tell the captain if you win the toss, what are you gonna do? Like I don't think that's Fred Warner making that decision for the San Francisco 49ers. That's a decision beforehand. Right.
0: Well, but you know, honestly, I think in either scenario, you want the ball second. I mean, I understand that if Patrick Mahomes scores a touchdown, the game is over under the old rules. I get that. So to your point in the AFC championship. You know, or I mean, in a regular season game, rather. In the SEC Championship, I don't want Patrick Mahomes to touch the ball because if I score a touchdown, the game is over in the regular season. But in the playoffs, when I know he's going to see it, I have to see it second. I just have to. Right. Because I need to know what he's going to do.
3: And it puts your team in a a mindset where they understand what they need to do. Hey, if Patrick Mahomes goes down and scores a touchdown, then it's like, hey, you look around in the huddle. Hey, guys, we got to get a touchdown. Is there, You're not thinking about field goal. You're not thinking about none of that. You're just thinking about getting seven. But
2: you shouldn't be thinking that anyway. When you playing Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, you should never be thinking about three points at any. Drive but here's the at difference. Any, at and any it, point and in the game, it came
0: up with the Chiefs on the on the third and four before the field goal uh-huh. that San Francisco didn't convert. If they're already down seven, they go for it. And it changes your mindset on the third and four call. Absolutely. You got Christian McCaffrey, who, by the way, was on a milk carton after the first drive. The guy disappeared for so long, particularly in the third quarter. Then they got back to him when the game was in the balance too late. You had this dude the whole game. He had 22 carries. I'm running that guy 30 times. He's the NFL's leading rusher. He's got all offseason to recover. But when it was third and four and the Chiefs, Missed, or the the Niners missed, and then they kicked the field goal. If it was already a seven point game, now you've got two plays to get four yards. Yep. And you know that, so you call different plays. You you run a different game. I just I know that there's really no advantage statistically, at least analytically, in these mock you know it conversions that they try. It was literally fifty
1: point five percent to forty nine point. It was essentially and, dead and, even. And
0: I would scenario. say this. I would say what that doesn't figure is your opponent. The Mahomes factor. Patrick Mahomes is going to score a touchdown. You want to be able to score a touchdown, and if you need four downs to get 10, that's better than three downs to get 10. Because if you get the ball first, you're operating under the three downs to get 10.
1: Jay, let me ask you this. Yeah. And I mentioned this to Earl pre-show, and, G, I mentioned to you too. I think in in hindsight, obviously it's the wrong move. In the moment when they miss the third and four in overtime, they end up kicking the field goal, Jake Moody makes it. I think that's the right play. On paper, if I'm Shanahan, I would have went for it. I know it's crazy, but I as soon as Mahomes got the ball, and they showed every time they showed McCaffrey on the bench after they kicked the field goal, he was already crying because he knew what the inevitable was going to happen. Yeah. No, I, it was over. No, no, I'm not kidding. Earl. No, I, I know, you, know what you're saying. They, showed McC- they were up three in the Super Bowl in overtime. McCaffrey's crying on the sideline because Patrick Mahomes has the ball. I, don't, like, I know it's the wrong play or the wrong move from a coach. It's third and four. You just got blown up. But, Mike, but I think Mahomes on the sideline, you have to go for it Here's the there.
0: problem. If you get the ball second... You never have to make that decision.
1: I, I would have taken a second. I'm with you guys. I'm saying in right. that situation. when they I know. I know first. you're saying
0: I, to me they goofed up the coin toss. Mm-hmm. And getting the ball first is just giving Kansas City all the information they need. Do we need three or do we need seven? I want to know that before my drive starts. And by the way, they were faced with a fourth and one. And they converted on a play, play that. Call. Great is, play call. And when you go back and you look at this. And I love Bosa. You guys know what I think of Bosa. Yeah. On that fourth and one, he bought the run. He did. He bought it so hard. If he sniffed out, and I love Tony Romo's comment was, never buy the run in that situation with Patrick Mahomes. If he doesn't buy the run and he plays Mahomes, and it goes to the theory, I'm never going to let anybody's best player beat me. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let a pitcher beat me with with his best pitch. You know who is their money man. Who are you going to entrust fourth and one to? Yeah. I'm playing Mahomes, and both, if I'm both in the huddle, I'm saying I'm not, I'm not even looking at a running back. Mahomes is running this ball. If he plays it that way, the Niners have a regular No, Yo, right You're now. right, because like, I don't give a damn how hard uh, Pacheco runs. Like, Pat
2: Mahomes is somebody that I'm afraid of, and it's so funny, Jay, because I, I like what Mike said, but Caffrey was on the sideline. Damn, near about to cry. As soon as that field goal went in, I said, hey, Siri, play NFL next legacy moment because we about to witness it. Yeah, <laughs> like, we, we, we about to witness it right here, right now. Yeah, that's very funny. <laughs> like, I think everybody in the building knew what exactly was about to go down, man. Like, that dude do not need that much time. No. It, that, it, that, you that you time just activated Siri. You,
3: you, you know, one of the craziest <laughs> things is, is I was doing a little research for it and I, I was just trying to get the feeling of, uh, of the way, you know, uh, of how you got to go play the game against the Chiefs to win the game. And sometimes it infuriates me because, it, you know, y'all can look like y'all playing, but y'all going through the motions. Hey, y- y- y'all remember um, Dark Knight Rises? Yes. Right? Y'all remember a good movie? Yeah. One, one of the better Batman movies, yeah. right? Christian Batman Bale. Shout Superman out to him. Any day. Now, you remember when, when, when Batman was in that pit, right? Yes. So he's in that pit. I already know where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I already know where you're going. He in that pit. <laughs> I just Googled, I said, how does Batman get out that pit? Now, he had been trying all that time with that rope around his waist, trying to jump up out of that pit. And then what he realized was (laughs) Bruce is only able to escape because he does not fear death. The rope used to catch him is, in actuality, was what held him back from the final jump. Once he learned to make the climb without safety or precautions, he finally embraced death and made it out alive. Now, you, when you play in the Kansas City Chiefs, you may think you're going all out. But as we sit here and analyze, there's third and fours where you didn't go all out. There's another third and four where you could have won the game. There's another third and fours where you, instead of, of, you know, going after Pacheco on a dive, you would have said, listen, I got to go tackle Patrick Mahomes you cannot go into these games in these Super Bowls mm-hmm. with this training rope around trying to make a leap for your life. Sometimes you got to take the leap without the rope and what y'all don't understand. That's a is great analogy. That rope is already around your neck by the time you get to play in it and all Patrick Mahomes does is kick the chair away.
0: That's it man. The rope Damn, that was geez. meant the rope that was meant to save you <laughs> ends up being I the rope did. that kills you. Yep, there it is. <laughs> Hey, yeah, no. It's, can you put that graphic back up, to Chris Brown tweet? Look, look at, let, let this marinate for a second. And I'm not ready to call him the GOAT yet. He's still got to do more. I am. He's not. You're, that's a prisoner of the moment take.
1: No, it's a I hate Tom Brady take.
0: <laughs> you can hate Tom Brady all you want. But the fact of the matter is, that's a prisoner of the moment take. He's on his way. And he is further along in his career than Brady was. Not by much, by the way. But when you look at that... That's crazy. Let me tell you what that means for us here in our cozy little city. You getting past that anytime soon? Look at how young the defense is. Look at how wise they draft. They've got a coach who pretty much is on cruise control. He's just... He's like a sales rep that isn't making new sales calls. Mm. He's just managing the existing accounts. Somebody gave him a book of business... And he read it, cover to cover, and now he's living it. And this, and so you've got the perfect storm. You've got a wise head coach that has seen it all. Mm-hmm. He doesn't panic down 10. He's calm in the moment. Mm-hmm. He understands his resources and uses them wisely in appropriate situations. He's got a quarterback who is next level gifted. He is, to me, right now, just below Tom Brady as the GOAT. I mean, you still got to win Five more to eclipse him. Okay? Dang. I mean Brady got? Brady's got seven, seven, right?
1: Seven and three. Mahomes is three and one.
0: Good luck. Super- Good luck. Because you said it earlier, Dan Marino, I think, went to Super Bowl in his second year, not his rookie season. Never got back. Never sniffed. And one. at the time I remember I was I think I was a senior in high school or a junior or a freshman in college. I just remember thinking, oh my God, the Browns. We're going to have to see this for the next 15 years. Mm-hmm. Never saw the it. The Browns are never going to make us to a Super Bowl. And they didn't, but not because of Dan Marino. It was because of John Elway. But I look at where he is and where he's positioned, and right now he is fast-tracking to be the GOAT.
1: Can I give you one Mahomes stat yeah. real quick and then G I know you got to go to the bathroom so you can get up and go to the bathroom real quick
3: Yeah
0: uh, How in the hell did Oh Tom, did you text him
1: Yeah yeah I was like yeah I, I have to pee like, We're on uh, the same page yeah we're on the same yeah. page Tom Brady <laughs> Mental telepathy. in his 23 year NFL career had six fourth quarter game winning drives in the playoffs Patrick Mahomes is now tied with Tom Brady for most all time
0: impressive six. Now some of those for the Patriots they didn't need fourth quarter drives they just they yep. were they but, were boat boat racing teams and they were up by 10 12 14 in the fourth quarter, but a lot of their Super Bowls were all their Super Bowls were very, very close with the exception of the one he won in Tampa. Yeah, they know, were all that was a that was a blowout. I think it was like well, 31 eight or 31 the nine beat
1: against the Rams. 13 three was close, but it was never close. LA yeah, was never right. really In that game, um,
0: you had on here to grade the Super Bowl and I yeah, want to we'll, do we'll that. that real quick while Jason's in the back. Yeah, grade I, the Super Bowl. I, so it, this was really weird for me. The game in total for me was a B plus. I thought it was a little sloppy. The, the muff punt, I think, had a lot to do with the outcome of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were uh, the Chiefs fumbled in the red zone. The Niners on their first drive fumbled deep into Kansas City territory. The, the Mahomes pick was uncharacteristic. The, the fluky Achilles injury, to me, was like, you just lost the heart and soul of your defense. Yeah. And they still forced overtime and could have won this game. There were just a lot of things that I, I don't want to see in a in an A-plus perfect stellar game. I think of the Kansas City-Buffalo game from a couple years ago as the greatest NFL game I'll ever watch. It had tons of points. Defense was optional. But the fact that Mahomes scored uh, the go-ahead points with like, you know, they got the ball with, like, I think, 22 seconds to go. Everybody in Buffalo was celebrating. They're going to the Super Bowl. This was it. And... Patrick Mahomes comes out in like, I think 15 or 22 seconds.
1: 13 seconds.
0: Boom, boom, boom. Game. And I've never seen anything like it. But this game to me was good only because of the last two drives in regulation and the overtime. I got to give it an A. And when I, when I said that, I was making sure
2: that I wasn't having, like, recency bias. Sure. But I, I legit believe this was the best Super Bowl that I personally had oh, ever wow. seen. Oh, wow. No kidding. Mind you, I'm only 36 years old. So Well, you, you I, saw the other overtime Super Bowl. Yeah, I have, but I, I just thought this was, this was better. I think every component to this w- was good. Uh, I, I do believe that the muff punt was sloppy. But the Christian McCaffrey turnover, that was the defense forcing that turnover. Pacheco that was the defense like forcing that turnover. Sure. the same thing with the Patrick Mahomes pick. That was a great defensive play. I think these are two teams that were premier teams in the league all season long two teams that have very good defenses and you seen defense take center stage for the better part of the game. And then you seen a game that was close scoring uh, close in scored throughout the game a game that went to overtime and had the league's best players deliver a legacy moment. And the game's biggest moment was like when you talk about clutch time performances. So to me, I just think every little like piece of this made this the best Super Bowl that I saw. Hmm, interesting. There, there, I like, the muff punt was definitely sloppy, but the Christian McCaffrey fumble, the defender forced that. Yeah. The same thing for Pacheco, the defender forced that. To me, we were able to see defenses really take center stage in a league where offense is premium. In a league where people just love to see a bunch of points scored, I love the like back and forth of of the game, kind of being like a heavyweight title bout, right? Yeah. And then you get to the end of the fourth quarter and overtime, where endurance is a big thing, and you can tell teams were tired, right? And it's just every aspect of it was like, man, this is a damn good football game. Yeah. What two good teams? And then you got the best player in the league come through with a major legacy. Y'all moment.
3: like that game? I did. See, I,
0: I gave it a B plus. He said the greatest
3: Super I get, Bowl he's ever seen. Yeah, I gave what?
2: it an A. I gave it an A. Yeah. I
3: gave this. A, I gave this a C plus. Why? Because uh, I here is the thing. I If you gonna have, if I'm gonna have defense, first of all, it was too many 15 yard penalties. I didn't like. I didn't like they were sloppy with the penalty game. Second of all, I just felt that the offense weren't crisp. Right. Like it, it just looked like everything was sluggish. Uh, Patrick, Is that because of great defense or just because the offenses were sluggish? I think the offense was just sluggish. I've seen I've seen better defensive plays, defensive uh, like efforts where yeah. there's more sacks, there's more more interceptions, there's more tackles for loss. There's a, it just seemed like this game was in slow motion a little bit, like in terms of the the the, the execution of it. I didn't even like the announcers. I, was, wow. I I was just like I, I would have rather had Joe Buck and Troy Eggman. I was just like this is this is not even they was just joining a little bit yeah, They Buck couldn't and find and
0: are my choice too they
3: okay. could, they couldn't find a rhythm in that so I was just sitting there like, okay well you know I just didn't I didn't know I thought that the Kansas City Chiefs offense would have would have had a little more rhythm and I think they found it right at the just at the right time to get it. And I also did not like, uh, the 49ers, uh, play style when they was up, they had an opportunity to bury them. They could have put something on them and got them up out of here and they didn't and let them hang around.
0: Yeah. I, I, mean, uh, I sent to the text chat that I think I said, Kyle Shanahan is fatally flawed. Um, his, to me, his legacy took a huge hit, a huge hit because I thought that he had learned from his previous Super Bowl debacles, and when you're up twenty-eight-three, and I know he wasn't the head coach; he was the offensive coordinator. When you're up twenty-eight to three, and your offense completely, completely disappears the rest of the game, that's what looked. It looked like that yesterday to me. When they were up ten nothing, I thought if they just keep doing what they're doing, they're going to okay. win. Yeah. And Christian McCaffrey became a memory. Where was Kittle? Did George Kittle miss
3: the flight to Vegas? Man, did the they? He on the yeah, flight? he was. Kittle is like that every other game. He, I, they don't even utilize him. My the,
2: man Chris Conley had more receiving yards. Conley looked
3: great. <laughs>
0: than, than, than Here's
3: than a problem for, for Kittle that this is going to be a stain on his legacy
0: forever. My man's in the locker room, getting looked at for an injury. His replacement has the critical holding penalty yep. that cost them dearly. He comes into the game on the very next What If you're in the locker room, unless it's an equipment issue, mm-hmm. like, it's I think pretty serious. It. And he, like, Kikori texted me. He's like, I will forever question this man's toughness. W-
3: w- what about...
1: No, no, no. It was, it was an equipment thing. It wasn't an injury. W- why Kittle. did he go to the locker room? I. They said it was a shoulder. George Kittle's played through every injury in the Listen, book. There's they said n- Kittle is in the locker room with a shoulder. I thought that was an equipment thing. They're... Kittle's toughness is something.
0: That's I never thought been that too, but before. they didn't. They, if if it was, they never cleaned that up on the broadcast. They went down to to uh, is it Evan, who was doing the Chiefs, yeah, or I mean the Niners, and said Kittle is in the locker room with a shoulder.
1: Okay. I, Kittle toughness is two I words. I thought he to go was hand done. Hand. Like there's no way he missed a.
0: Why play. was he not? What, his replacement was the made guy at yeah, number play nine. Yeah. That pretty much you can say was one of the plays that cost the yeah. team a Super Bowl.
2: I, I'll say this before Mike move on. Christian McCaffrey is the 49ers' best weapon on offense, right? Clearly. And they clearly could have utilized him more than what they did. I don't I give a damn about the 22 carries. I told Mike this this morning. After Pat Mahomes threw the interception to open up the second half, they got the ball back. The first six plays of the game was straight pass plays. Yep. Straight pass plays. You got the, the NFL's leading rusher, the offensive player of the year, a dude who can beat you in so many different ways. And I felt like that's, that's how you keep your foot on their neck. This is how you, you keep the ball away from Pat Mahomes as much as possible. Yeah. This is how you put more points on, on the board. Christian McCaffrey is a straight-up dog, right? And that dude that dude should have just been utilized better than what he was. I
0: thought so, too. It was either the last drive of regulation or the, their overtime drive. I think it was regulation. I could be wrong. I think every first down was McCaffrey after he, after he disappeared. And they moved the ball right down the field. And in most instances, they were second and two. They were second and three. He was getting big chunks of yardage on first down. And I'm like, yeah, that's what it looked like to start the game, too. Why did you have this huge gap in the middle of the game where you forgot that you had number 23? It just, it was so mystifying to me. I didn't get it. And for me, like I said, Spags, all-time legend, one of the all-time great defensive coordinators. And... Kyle Shanahan, although a brilliant offensive mind, I think got lost in his play sheet. I think he got nervous. He looked nervous to me the whole game. And you've now blown three. 10-point leads in the Super Bowl. It's time Bowl. to go have
2: a conversation that's, that's with Dad. That's going to be in
0: the first paragraph of your it, It's time to
2: go have a conversation with Dad because Dad would have kept giving the ball to Terrell Davis. I would think so. And he would have ran his way to another Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, so. I would think so.
2: It is crazy. Guys, we'll talk Cavs in one sec, but we're going to go
1: back to the Browns here before we move on. A quick word from FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel. America's number one sports book right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and much, much more. Just visit FanDuel.com UCSS and shoot your shot. FanDuel, an official partner of the NBA. After watching last night, after watching the entire playoffs, after seeing the entire 2023s in totality, I'll ask you guys a simple question. How close are the Browns to the level of the Kansas City Chiefs?
2: For me, it's funny.
0: The choices were they're already there. Small gap, huge gap.
2: I think, it's a, I think it's a small gap, right? And I think that small gap is our quarterback, Deshaun Watson. My man, G, he's on opera, operation stock stockpile, right? Go get as much talent as you can. Build this roster up as much as you can. Like, throw it out there and see what happens. I love you. I don't think that's going to work. And I'm going to tell you why. Because of Pat Mahomes. You can argue that the San Francisco 49ers probably got the best 53-man roster in football. And it didn't I think you're right. And it didn't matter when, when it came down to it, right? Mm-hmm. Brock Pur- Purdy is a pretty damn good quarterback. He is and it good. didn't matter because the opposing team, they had that dude. Jake, coming into this game, San Francisco was two and a half point favors, right? I told Mike, if Pat Mahomes was the starting quarterback for the 49ers, they would have been double-digit favors. If, if Brock Purdy was the starting quarterback, for the Chiefs, they probably would not have not even made the Super Bowl. No, that's okay. That's very so, fair. So, so when you look at it like that, I know that the Browns already got a talented roster, right? You know what I'm saying? We got more depth across this, this roster than we had in years past. The difference, the, the small gap is Deshaun Watson because I remember a couple years ago when the Texans played the the Chiefs in the playoffs and the Texans was up like 24 points and the commentators was talking about how <laughs> for the years going forward, We're about to experience Deshaun Watson versus Patrick Mahomes. This is going to be the matchup. So clearly, before all the BS off the field happened, everybody thought Deshaun Watson was more than capable of being that dude. I personally still think he's more than capable of being that dude. So the small gap is Deshaun Watson because if Deshaun Watson can be that dude, which I believe he can, then we can talk. Then we can make some noise. So you can stockpile all you want. You can build this fancy roster all you want. And you can have a quarterback that's T tier all you want with this quality roster; it ain't gonna mean a damn thing if your quarterback is not him. Because Kansas City, they got him at QB.
3: That was that was that was decent. I like what you did right there. You tried. I thought it was very on point. I, I thought it was on point. Um, but, but you know, he what, about what to you, battle rap? What you <laughs> should have seen right here. And <clears throat> this rebuttal is: you've seen what it is. You've seen what Patrick Mahomes is. Now, you can imagine and wish and hope Deshaun Watson is there, but right now, he's not better than Patrick Mahomes. Right now, Joe Burrow's not better than Patrick Mahomes. Right now, Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, and Lamar Jackson is not better than Patrick Mahomes. The problem with people is they try to do this. They talk themselves into that their quarterback is on that level. They continuously talk themselves as if they, their, their quarterback can go hand-to-hand with Patrick Mahomes, but don't realize that they also got the best head coach and play caller in the league as well. Now you have two things that you got to overcome. The Cleveland Browns. Come out here with these rusty butter knives every year. <laughs> <laughs> these rusty butter knives, and they got Excalibur, just slicing and, and and killing demons and dragons. And we come out with a spoon and a fork, and say, yeah, no, we got, we got to Amari uh, Cooper, and we got to uh, yeah Cedric Tillman. We always saying what we got right right now. Quiet is kept. The Browns need to worry about how they gonna take care of C.J. Beathard, and he's the underboss. You see, he's the underboss. He made you look crazy. And until you can get to a point where you are on the same echelon as talent, you don't have the same talent as the Ravens. You don't have the same talent offensively as the Bengals. You don't arguably have the same talent as as the doggone Chargers. And, And we know what the top of the food chain is. Operation Stockpile is not about just sitting back hoping Deshaun Watson gets to a point, right? You know what they did in World War II? They knew that the United States had a navy. They knew the United States and the Allies had more manpower, but guess what? They still did. They still built that atomic bomb on the backside because they said, "What if? What if the trenches break? What if? What if Hitler goes in, er, and goes out o- over and he does beat Stalin in the winter? And then what we talking about? You better have you something in your back pocket. And guess what? Even after they got rid of Hitler in World War II, guess what? Pearl Harbor still happened. And guess what? They had in their back pocket. Operation Stockpile moves ahead, full steam ahead. <laughs> yeah. That was so cute. In your analogy, I think cute. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is the atomic bomb. Yes,
2: uh,
0: he's, he's dead. Now, yeah. both of these, very, very good. I'm enlightened. But let me ask you guys this: so, so what was your ultimate answer? Are they there? Are they almost there? Is there a big gap? Oh, it's a big.
3: It's a big. big gap. It's
0: a big gap between him and everybody. Right. Okay. So the Browns. Are, there's a big gap between the Browns and the Chiefs. Yes,
2: I say small gap.
0: I like I, so I'm kind of torn. I'm almost in the middle, and here's why. How I'll you give you feel? Jay.
1: I'll give you a third option. You could be a medium gap. Just that's for the sake I of this, am. you could be a medium gap. How would <laughs> you really
3: guys right? feel? How Jay wears extra medium, medium, so it's gap. only that fair that Jay's going to that that be a pause. medium gap. That's <laughs> real, palsy. It is. It is. So let me ask You're you this:
0: If tomorrow we wake up and we see the headline, NFL shocker. Browns trade Mahomes, or Browns trade Watson to Kansas City for Mahomes. Like, there's 0% chance that would ever happen. But let's, for this little discussion, pretend that Mahomes is in Cleveland. Same roster, we have Mahomes. What's the gap now? We're the better team. We're there. I still think the Browns lose. Njoku and Kelsey. Kelsey clearly gets the nod, but the gap is way shrunk. Mm Mm-hmm. Their running game, Pacheco or Chubb. I give us the... Now, I'm, I'm assuming Chubb is going to be superhuman in his rehab, and he's going to be Nick Chubb again. Okay. I give the advantage to Chubb. Offensive line, when we're healthy, I'll take ours. Thank okay. you. Top receiver. Now, Kelsey's their top receiver. Mm-hmm. So, you've got the gap at tight end is really, really small. Mm-hmm. Cooper gets the edge for their number one receiver. Mm-hmm. Defense. I mean... They got Chris Jones. We got Miles Garrett. I'll right. take Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think if you switch quarterbacks, we're there. Now, that's the big, biggest if of all. That's the, you know, if your grandma for, had wheels, we'd be, right. be a
3: wheelchair. We're forgetting one thing. They got Andy Reid, and we got Ken Dorsey. Uh, now, listen.
2: But we also got Kevin Stefanski, too. <laughs> I, I, are y'all I, running bootlegs? I, I no, I'm that. just saying. Y'all running boot, still run, still run, run bootlegs? I, I'm not saying about running the bootlegs, but <laughs> you, can, you can't make it seem like that uh, That Kevin Stefanski is not a great offensive mind, right? He's, the we last two,
0: two out of the last four years, he's been he's coaching been coach of the year. The year. We don't so know what Ken Dorsey is. Look, I'm not going to be naive and say there's not a gap. It's a Andy gap. Andy Reid is the Belichick of this era. Yes, He's a guru. He's taken two teams to Super Bowls, two different teams. That's pretty rare for a coach to do that with two different teams. So he's clearly teaching the master class. But I think Stefanski is one of the star pupils. I think Stefanski can be Andy Reid 15 years from now. Remember, Andy Reid in Philadelphia was looked at as like this, for those of you that don't remember. He's a really good coach, but can't get over the playoff huh? mm-hmm. Remember those years? Mm-hmm. I mean, and Philly finally said, we're going to wash our hands of this Four, guy.
3: Four <laughs> NFC championship games, one Super Bowl.
0: But he couldn't win.
2: But I'll put, couldn't it, I, win. I'll put it like this, right? If you strip Deshaun Watson from the Cleveland Browns and Patrick Mahomes from the Kansas City Chiefs, the Browns still got a top five roster. The Chiefs roster is probably bottom towards like eight through ten, Right. Because they they got Chris Jones, but they got George uh, Karloffis. I apologize if I'm saying his name wrong. You still got Nick Bolton. You got Trent McDuffie. You got Ladarius Sneed. No, it's a nice defense. So you still got some ballers. But when I look at the Cleveland Browns roster minus Deshaun Watson, it's still a top five roster. And so, like, when you talk operation stockpile, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I totally disagree with you, but the 49ers, talented roster. Browns, talented roster. Chargers, talented roster, right? All these teams got talented rosters, but none of these teams got Pat Mahomes. And unless you got a quarterback that can bridge that gap between Pat Mahomes and anybody else, your roster could be talented all day long, and it won't matter.
0: Your point that resonates with me the most was the – and I had someone tell me this before – gosh, I can't remember what Super Bowl it was. It was one of the Super Bowls where the quarterbacks were wildly mismatched. You had one – where Brady, it Nick was, Foles it might have been Trent Dill. I can't remember which what the matchup. Well, was. Well, they had
1: the the Brady, Nick Foles when Philadelphia lost Carson Wentz and Foles was in. There was the same discussion if you switch quarterbacks, yeah. it'd be like a twenty one point line.
0: Yeah, and the, the funny thing is, what what decides Super Bowls? Quarterbacks. It's quarterbacks. I mean, it's always been quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So if quarterbacks decide Super Bowls, and you do your little exercise of well, j- let's just switch quarterbacks and see where we are. Purdy's fine. Purdy is a very, very, very good quarterback. Purdy didn't throw an interception. Mahomes did. But what happened when Mahomes threw the interception in 100 million living rooms across America? What did everybody say? (laughs) Oh my God, that's a unicorn. We never see that. Mahomes just made a mistake. What was being said in hundreds of millions of uh, living rooms worldwide when he led the Chiefs to the game-winning touchdown? That's what I expect from you. That's what I expect. So here's the level that you have to get to. It's like golf. I'll watch the golf tournament and I'll see these guys making great shots. And then I'll say, I, I can make that shot. It's not about your good shots. It's about your bad shots. Every weekend golfer has hold out from 125 yards. But what about the other 99 shots out of 100 that you were 125 out? The pro is within eight feet every time. Your spray chart, you got 10 in the trap, 15 missed the fairway, only 10 are on the green. It's not about your great shots, it's about minimizing your bad shots. And to me, after watching Patrick Mahomes do it again, do what we expected him to do again when he was putting that opportunity. Deshaun Watson can do it. Yeah. We saw it for a half against Baltimore. But since he's been here, we've had 21 other halves of football. So he's the weekend golfer that hit a hole in one against Baltimore. But in some of those other ones, he missed the green. He missed the fairway. He was in the trap. When he was on the green, he wasn't within makeable distance. Mahomes is spraying the pin every time.
3: I think I think one of, I think one of the things that we get it we get in, in in too much contact test with is trying to figure out is he worth the money that he that he's getting. So what we want to do is say, well, okay, your franchise quarterbacks make everybody better, so let's just let's just stay right here and you make us better. We'll see if you are worth two thirty. But the problem is you gonna have to beat. This is this is Mortal Combat. You gotta beat three out of four. To even see Mahomes. Like, we're talking about not, we're not talking about going against Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, obviously when the same conference. We're just talking about what you need to do in order to just get to the bowl. So you telling me you you gotta see Josh Allen, and we didn't seen Josh Allen play ridiculous. We didn't seen Patrick Mahomes. Play ridiculous. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is out of his Lamar mind. Jackson. Lamar Jackson. I didn't see Aaron Rodgers throw the ball through through ten people's bodies. Justin uh, Herbert. Justin Herbert and C.J. Stroud just put that work on you. My thing is, if you, Tua. T- t- and he got two receivers. It's the quarterback that, gauntlet that run like cheetahs and deers, and we sitting here still three years into Deshaun Watson, still trying to champion the guys of this world, oh, the the Bells and the Schwartz and uh, David and Joku, and you just said that they had Kittle, no factor. Uh, Debo Samuel, no factor. I had a couple catches, and you had Crystal McCaffrey. And let me remind you, let me remind you, if five years ago you would have said that the San Francisco 49ers would have had Chase Young and Bosa, oh. you would have said, you how, how the heck did somebody even get, we ain't got none of that. And we still trying to get what I'm
2: just just saying, me, I don't give a damn about how much money Deshaun Watson made. The hell with the 230. I can care less about the contract at this point. Whatever, it is what it is. I know Deshaun Watson is fully capable of being an elite quarterback.
0: His great shot is elite. Right. But what about his other shots? Because with Mahomes, his bad shots are still workable he threw an interception that's true he's so damn good that he made up for
2: it. jay this is my thing i know it's been a while since we have seen deshaun watson as one of the top quarterbacks in the league maybe it's cleveland browns bias maybe it's deshaun bias because i've been a fan since clemson i don't know if it's just me being biased i believe in my heart the dude still got what it takes to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league and so like like i said like for me i can care less about the contract last year he showed some moments was it the best? No. But I know he's fully capable of being better than what we saw last year. And I'm not even saying last year was bad. I'm just saying that's not what I expected from Deshaun Watson. So, with that being said, no, he right? He's not lived up to expectations. So, 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 with that, so, with that being said, I trust that he's going to hit the ground running. And I trust that he's going to do his part so that when, the last time we saw him, 14 for 14 against the Baltimore Ravens, I pray to God that's where he picks up from and he just keep this thing rolling. Because if he does, we have a chance. Then we right there, we got a chance. And that's why I think it's a small gap. I don't think it's a major gap. I think the talent is here. I trust Andrew Berry to continue to add talent to this team. I think the small gap is Deshaun Watson and if I- Deshaun Watson improve his play, we right there with it's Kansas City. I'm,
0: it's I'm, not the highest quality. It's yeah. The high bar he can
3: reach. Yeah. I'm, but I'm gonna, you're consistently need to be up I'm there. I'm going to take it from from him. He said this. I didn't say it. He said when he asked for it. He was on his podcast. He said, "What's up, T. Higgins?" Yeah. That means he did. De- that means as a man. Last year when it was when when we talked about going out to get DeAndre Hopkins, he wasn't definitive like that. He said if DeAndre come. I, I like what we got in our roster. They said it at a golf outing. I downloaded it. I said, okay, well, he may not be that interested in DeAndre Hopkins, but it's early now. And he said, T. Higgins. Come on. Come but on. See, that's out of everyone. Yeah, I was control. just about to say that's if a different conversation. Him, we, hey, we- no, I get that you might not get T. Higgins. What he's saying to you is, I'm technically not that comfortable with the roster. Hey, we may not got T. Higgins, but I need a couple, I need another playmaker. Give me something else. Give me someone. Else. It ain't gotta be T. But I need a little something else to get where I'm going.
2: You think, you think Andrew Barry go get it for him? He better. No, I'm saying, I know he better, but do you think he'll go get it for him?
4: If you wanna know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
3: My hopes is, my hopes is Andrew Barry does what he did with defense alignment. He understood that that's what the place he needed to go. He did a good job he up did front. a good job of doing that. I'm
2: gonna give you a definitive yes. Andrew Barry ain't ain't shown me yet that he sees a hole or error or something that can prove on his team, and he's failed to address it, yeah. or at least attempt to address. Well, it. He has failed so to address the wide he, receiver. He might have. I don't think he's failed to address it. He just didn't hit on it. Like like he's well, tried failing to address. That, that, that's like that's, when you
0: when you go Bell and Schwartz in back to back third rounds. There was another third round bust in there. Who was it? Well, Cedric Tillman. He's here, but he can get, get, get a year. <laughs> well, I'm like, not ready to call real, him a bust yet. Yes. But, you know, the reports, the early reports are not good.
2: He just got to get that position right. He definitely need to do better at getting that position right. Yeah. I, I, just, I just know that if he knows, because I think we all agree, we need another weapon at wide receiver. Oh. And I think, whether it be draft or free agency, I think he'll find a way to get another weapon in I, here. I'm going
0: to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to yeah. say definitively yes, I trust him. But to your point, the, the two glaring weaknesses after two years ago, was the D-line and the wide receiver spot. Mm -hmm. Took care of the D-line. He took care of the D-line. Now, he went operation stockpile. He He didn't say, let me sprinkle a little bit of magic fairy dust on the D-line and a little bit on the wide receiver because sometimes when you serve two masters, you serve none. So what he did is said, I got a two-year plan. Check on the defensive line. Got it. Everybody's looking at you now on WR. You better get that right, and you don't have draft capital to do it.
3: It's kind of crazy.
0: So you've got to do it through free agency, and that's limited. The got the top guys at the top of the food chain are likely going to be franchise tagged. And so now you're looking at a situation of you've already dropped down a tier. And if you look at it with DL, they didn't go out and sign. You know, they didn't make a trade for Chase Young. No. But they could have. Right. They didn't. They went sort of middling, but they went stockpile. Let me bring five dudes in here and see what we get. And they did a good job of doing that. At wide receiver, I don't think that's going to work because you can only put three of them on the field at once unless you're, you know, running some crazy offense at the end of the game. So you need, uh, the middling guys, they do nothing for me. I need somebody that moves my needle at wide receiver. Mm. If he gets that right, and that's a big if, and if Deshaun Watson can make his round of golf look like the hole he played against Baltimore, then you're there. Now we're there.
2: Now and, that's all, and, and, and that's all I'm saying. But the, but those I think, are, I think those are two there. big ifs. They are.
0: But but they are. If, he, if both of those hit, the United commercial that aired during the Super Bowl last night, <laughs> hey, how, how many times does pop culture predict the future? How many times? It wouldn't stun you if next January, everybody's saying, remember this United commercial from last year? Yep. yep. He was right. Pretty cool. That would be fun.
2: I want a Midwest Super Bowl so bad. I do, too. I I want the Browns versus Lions so bad. Man, that would
0: be great. That would be a lot of fun. I would take Detroit and Chicago, too. Or, I mean, Cleveland and Chicago.
2: Yeah.
1: Either way would be a lot of fun. Spent the first hour on Browns. If you want more Browns football content, make sure you check out the Ultimate Browns show tonight, 5 o'clock with G. Bush. The Ultimate shows have launched. Everyone but the Guardians is up and running. Ultimate 2-1-6 minutes debut last week. Ultimate Cavs will be coming at you on Tuesday, tonight, and on Fridays, the Ultimate Browns show with G. Bush to so make sure you all tune in Tap in, enjoy. Jim Bush, do who an you Ultimate got?
0: Guardian show. What's there will on? be an
1: Ultimate Guardians show. It's huh? just we're waiting until spring training, until it's closer to the season to launch that. But okay. Ultimate Guardians show coming. G Bush, I, I, who's I on the, the about it. So
3: to, to, tonight,
1: like, it's coming. Don't worry.
3: Tonight we got. Uh, uh, speaking of the Lions, we got Lions legend Jerry Ball. Browns legend Jerry Ball. We'll be talking about a little defensive line play. Nice. If you do want your questions, you want to hit Jerry Ball. Get them at the hotline. Hotline will be. I'll actually tweet that out. And we do have a Browns hotline where you can leave your questions and comments. Jerry was a big run stopper. Yeah, one he, was. Mm-hmm. he was. hmm. He was. Leroy had he a took Leroy, up a lot of space. Leroy had a great story about him. He's a go check that interview. He had a great story about Jerry Ball. Real,
2: real quick before we get to the cast. Yeah, your last episode you was clean. You had the glasses on. Like, you look like like you were sitting there at the hip-hop awards, you know what I'm yeah. saying, giving your acceptance speech.
3: Yeah, man. I was, somebody said I would look like somebody from Jagged Edge, you know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm going to wear tonight. Can't you know take another heartbreak here, Yeah, though. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, I don't know what I'm going to have on tonight, you know what I'm saying. I might put a cape on. Like, I might be Dracula today. Just cape, a cape, you know what I'm saying. Like now, a, do you do that from home? Yes. So you have your New York City skyscape in the. Uh,
0: in oh, the yeah. background is that is that your home
3: yeah yeah, that's that's my that's, that's my house correct. i i sold it like i i sell out so i like i like put that's on the wall that don't come down is that wallpaper is yeah. that like a fat head yeah, no is, no no it's just like it's like it's a, a, mural. It's a cityscape mural it's a giant wall. mural yeah who hung that for you me you do wallpaper? Yeah, yeah. Me and my mom, my my yeah, agent, my, my agent, my stylist. My stylist <laughs> Peel uh, social and stick, media. or was it paste? You had to paste. Do it? you had to get the little glue to paint? Yeah, yeah. Glue game. Wow. Yeah, glue he did a good
2: job. My glue game's stupid. I wallpaper uh, in our guys. Room at our house.
3: Hey, I love it, wallpaper. I do too. I'm mean, a big wallpaper it. fan. It, it, it'll it change the whole look of, the, oh, of a room instantly. Changes the whole feel of a house or a room.
4: It. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this off season.